Black culture feeds fashion, but fashion doesn't always feed black creatives. I mean, only 7.3% of American fashion designers are black. So McDonald's is pairing five rising black designers with five fashion insiders for career-changing mentorships and the access they deserve. Because we can do better than 7.3. Together, we can change the face of fashion. Follow their journey on Instagram at wearegolden. Statistics source from Zipia.com as of 2021. Feel the pulse of the city. Feel the beat of the drum. Feel the bass blow your hair. In Las Vegas, live music delivers much more than sound. It's where music comes alive. With artists like Megan Thee Stallion, Maroon 5, Carrie Underwood, Shania Twain, Babyface, Lionel Richie, and many more. Every show is a playground for your senses. See the full summer lineup at visitlasvegas.com. Just beginning, and I know we've each been down this road a time or two, and never could make it through. But I've got this feeling that we've stumbled into what we've both been waiting for, and maybe even more. It doesn't matter where we've been, cause this time I know for sure we're going all the way. All with the two of us all on it. I'll bet my morning on it. <laughs> Are you starting today? Starting today. We're going all the way. <laughs> Uncle Jay, that oh. is the king himself, Sir Jeffrey Osborne. Y'all don't know. Y'all Uncle wasn't Jade. ready. You know, <laughs> J- Uncle Jade don't play around. She don't play about that Jeffrey Osborne. Okay. She Y'all know I don't play about Jeffrey. Play about Mr. Woo Woo Woo. Yours himself. I told you when I was eight years old, I would walk around my mother's house just singing Stranger. One night I loved a stranger. She's like, Jane, you need to stop singing that song. And I was like, but I love it. And that is why Noah literally does the exact same thing. Right now, today. I birthed myself. It's you crazy. Did. That's wild did. how that happens. But praise the Lord, niggas. <laughs> Welcome back. Praise the Lord. To the yes. blackest podcast you've ever listened to in your life. <laughs> <laughs> because who the fuck else has started with Jeffrey Osborne, nigga? Nobody. <laughs> Our black is unapologetic. That's right. We might have some new listeners and they're going to tune into this and they might immediately be like, this is not for me. <laughs> <laughs> I met quite a bit at the Signal Awards and they were like, what's the name of your podcast? You've got two of them. I was like, getting grown. They said, what's the second one? I'm not telling you. I will not tell you that it is Jaden XD because if you come there, you might report me. <laughs> and I don't need that. Oh my God. We yeah. are in an acquired taste, but I think that's mm-hmm. why I think that's why we are so well loved. 
because our people are our people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. And also, like, if you get it, you get it. And if if you you don't, don't, that's okay. We're not. It's all right. Yeah. How are you doing, sister? I'm doing all right. I, uh, I'm doing okay. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm I'm trying to get into this fall, you know, this all team. It's happening um, very quickly. Oh, I mean, we just swiftly entered that era. Just she said, I kick use ball change right yeah. on in. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes. Kickball change. Mine was a sexual. It's reference. okay. But I yes, think. slid on in there and we're <laughs> in fall. <laughs> okay. Um. You know, I've been momming. Yeah. Uh, Noah was like. I put it on my, you know, I re- I make a TikTok every like month and a half, two months. <laughs> and I might make like two of them and then I don't make no more for yeah, like another yeah, month yeah, and a yeah. half, two months. Well, my child sparked one of those TikTok moments because she came and said, can you make me 30 pumpkin cupcakes? I, I was like, by when, girl? I saw that. The morning? I saw that. <laughs> I saw that. And I just Bruh. imagined in my mind, because the way that my mind works, right? It's a whole story. Yeah. So I just imagine Noah down to the school bragging that my mom is a chef. Yeah. And she can make however many cupcakes we need. How many do we need? What kind would you like? She did a Mother's Day or whatever it was, Women's International. She called me her favorite woman, did a write-up on me. She's like, my mom's a chef and she's got a podcast. And she's got a thousand followers on instagram and i was like okay let's first of all kids let's talk about social media and how it doesn't she said that like you were sitting there yeah oh she was like very excited to say that you know thousand followers ever so many followers she just thinks whatever is the most incredible thing how absolutely mortifying (laughs) no it's it's it was for her to say that, she, like, and I would be like, she, no, I do not. Like, I, she I, thought it was like, I was like, Instagram doesn't matter. It's okay. <laughs> the amount of followers doesn't dictate anything about your worth. <laughs> and I would be like, and not one of those followers is paying nary a bill. Not one. Not a single one. Yo, kids are mad funny. And that nigga cracks me up. So but you had to make these cupcakes and you made them? I did. I made them. I did. What was that I, like? How was, were you up all night with like flour on your nose or was it just easy, easy <laughs> for you to make? Um, <laughs> maybe partially. Okay. You know, I was like, let me make sure these bitches are moist yeah, and tender. You know what I'm saying? Now I have to make sure they're good. They may not be like, and then they were like kind of cute. So, And then I had to order it. Mind you, she told me this the evening before. So I had to jump on Instacart, get and three order. different orders yes. of things. It's like pumpkin puree and chocolate sprinkles. See, I was like, how the fuck are these about to look? And the rest of found, the moms were down there to the Duncan Hines box cake. Was. 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 And I found some little candy pumpkins that taste like candy corn, atrocious, but yes. they're edible. And I did some, some and I, I did a homemade did. cream cheese frosting. I know frosting. you did. Was out here showing out. And Noah bought these $40,000 cupcakes to her class. Mm-hmm. I know she did. Mm-hmm. She did. And she was so pleased. Tristan came and picked them up real fast, you know, before the event started. And she was like, he brought them to her and they were more decorated than she thought they would be. And I said, you know, I love you, little nigga. And I'm uh, going to make sure that don't you Don't do this good. no more. Don't ever fucking do this again. 
And she's going to. She's going to do it again and again and again. You set yourself up, honey, because now the teacher going to call you and be like, well, we're going to need some uh, Christmas cakes. They already. What do you mean? These cupcakes are off of the strength of, I remember that black bean chili you made. And I was like, <laughs> I bet you do. <laughs> what a time. What does it mean yeah. when your mom's a chef? That's crazy. That she got to make school food that's wild <laughs> what a time i don't know like what does it mean when your mom is beyonce and she performs at a pta meeting like what does that mean because that i wonder that i have wondered that <laughs> like do do jay-z and beyonce just going down to the school i'm sure that blue is homeschooled by this at this point she's got to i'm be. sure i would imagine maybe uh, maybe for like the tour part i don't know you know i don't know what they do i don't either they're so large that I think for safety reasons, but then also it's like, but yeah, she's I mean, gonna miss out on that social experience. That's also very true. But Beyonce mm-hmm. did because Beyonce was, I mean, early on in her day, she went to like elementary and middle school, but she didn't go to high school like regular day high school with the girl. No, she went to our um, niece's school actually yes. because she rolled up on our niece. Sure did. Uh, the Renaissance Weekend in Houston. And guess time. who met Beyonce? Our I mean, niece. What a time. What a time. What a time to be alive. And you know what she told Beyonce? She said, this is our sister, uh, Nikki, NL Makeup, Plentiful Brows. You know what I'm saying? Y'all mm-hmm. always commenting on the brows. Get like me. Yeah. Um, she told Nikki, she, uh, uh, our, our niece told Beyonce, she said, my mommy sang with you in church. <laughs> years ago and it was and it was so cute beyonce literally rolled up in the parking lot in the van that's so and and, uh in her thing and rolled the window down and the kids was like oh like what are you doing beyonce rolls up on you in a parking lot that's got to be crazy aside from like past completely out i don't know and she was like i went to this school and i wore that uniform y'all wore and they you know lost their shit oh my god and fantastic. And our shout out to our niece. But yes. how are you? And how Nikki, are you doing? Nikki told the group chat and we all were like second graders <gasps> in that moment. Like, oh my exactly. God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing okay. Also uh, trying to keep up with the throes of a new season. Uh, and also yes. like it's end of year wrap up strategy planning for next year season at work. And so... Mm-hmm. You know, the meetings are meeting, okay? I've been sitting yeah. in this chair all day. Uh, and I'm I'm okay. I'm good. I feel like I'm in a good place. There are some weeks where I feel like, I don't know what the crap I'm doing at this job. Then there Fair. are other weeks when I feel like, okay, I might know a little bit. A little bit. A little bit. Not a lot, but a little bit. No, um, I think you know a lot of bit. <laughs> I think I, I think, you know, know a lot of bit. I feel like I'm very clear about sort of what needs to happen in order for me to set mm-hmm. myself up. Uh, for success to end this year mm-hmm. right and to start the new year right and so i'm just in a very intense sort of strategy mode how do i sort of position myself to reach all my goals but yeah uh i'm just trying to figure out what's happening um and get myself set up to end the year strong um yes keeping myself alive the best way that i can I got yes, some work travel coming And you're up. having pleasure. Also, a little bit of pleasure. Your age of pleasure while you are also yes. Uh, yes. working hard because working you're hard. playing hard. Yes. Toya and I went to see Usher 
this yes. And it was really all that I imagined that it would be. Um, Tune into the Patreon. There will be a full recap there. But just to give you guys the highlights, like, Usher got the hits, y'all. Like, I feel like we all knew this, but to sort of just be in the room. Reiterated, yeah. It was like, uh, and, and what I loved about it, it was like really, what I love about this is like, it really, it was like a real Vegas residency. Because I sort of regard the residency as sort of like a pinnacle in a person's career. They don't just invite yeah. your one hit wonder to have a Vegas residency. No. Right. No. So it really is sort of like a tribute to all that you have done throughout the course of your career. And I think that Usher really did it right. He took us all the way back from the beginning and then took us literally through the phases of the career. And yeah. he didn't always go in order, but he told a compelling story. Um, mm-hmm. so he talked mm-hmm. about, you know, his origin, where he started. Um, mm. He talked about the season of his life and career when he moved to New York and was living mm-hmm. with Diddy and being managed by Diddy. Mm. He had like this oh. tribute to New York, New York culture. That was a little disturbing, but I'm sorry. Continue. Agreed. <laughs> agreed. But we're just going to focus on the music. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, always. All my life wondered. What? I read Corinne Stephan's book. I just, I just also, also that, but just like. If I know Janetta as a black mom, she was not. She was not pleased with what was happening. The math up is in not here, mathing around you releasing your 13, 14 year old child to go live with Diddy. Hmm. But that's not for me. I don't have all of the information. That's hmm. not for me to judge. But I'm just saying, based on what I have learned, I, there's some holes in the story. Howsoever, so hmm. I was there. Hmm. <clears throat> And a very interesting night. There were some some icons in the room, and many of them were New York based. Like who? Wu Tank. <gasps> Shut up. Who of them? Uh, RZA. Yes. Um, I don't. I think RZA, JZA. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got. You got. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that was it. But you know, they he called out everyone. Meth, Ghost, all the like, and did like a little New York set. Right. Ugh. And so we also we also were graced with a one Miss Jennifer Lopez was also in the building. Oh, wow. A, a bitty bitty bum bum. Love it. Right. OK. And what <laughs> no I enjoyed so much. Uh, Jenny was also having a time. Jenny was a fan. She was not there was. to be Jennifer Lopez. She was there to sing along and stand on chairs and wave her hands just like all well, of the listen, rest of the girls. We thank God it wasn't her performing. I mean you, you know, already you so. didn't you said it so I didn't have to. But did, yeah. you know we gave her all of her <laughs> grace you. and flowers and all of that. And so he acknowledged her her career, talk about how much he loved her mm-hmm. all the way from in living it is color. a career of longevity yes. and deserves to be acknowledged. Exactly. And so uh we also uh I was also there the night that Charlemagne was there with his wife. Okay. Yes. And so evidently there was some sort of bet between Charlemagne and Usher that Usher would steal his girl or, you know, serenade his wife. There goes my baby. Yes. And let me tell Mm -hmm. you something. Mrs. Robinson was not with the shits, okay? She sent Usher and his roses on somewhere else. She said, (laughs) thank you, young man, and I'll see you later. 
Uh, he was just like, okay. And but- here's to you, Mrs. Robinson. <laughs> Jesus loves you more than you will know. <laughs> and so I, I enjoyed that because she was very much like, don't play with me, Usher. I'm not going viral on the shade. Get out of my face. And I was like, I know that's right. Um, (laughs) Jessica, uh, (coughs) Jessica Alba was sitting behind her. And so he just, he just redirected his, his, attention to Jessica Alba and all was He well. was like, you, honey, exactly. I'll sing to you. And she played along. Doja mm-hmm. Cat was there in a witness protection wig, So child. you were there the night Doja I Cat was, was there. there. It was giving witness protection. It we, was a Halle Berry despair wig. It was I giving, must say. It was giving losing Isaiah. I'm telling you. It was. She Get stood up. Usher, Usher started singing to her and I'm telling you, all of us were in the audience like, who I saw the video. Is she that? got up, she was wiggling and rolling, you know. And Usher she, had to you know, tell us. Because we was all squinting and confused. Usher said, it's Doja Cat, <laughs> y'all. And we was like, oh, <laughs> oh okay. okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, girl. Hey. All right. No, but this is the this is now we're going back to the icons, right? So I started off with Wu Tang and then talked about all the other girls that were there. Now we're back to the New York icons. Oh wait, there's more. There is because not no, he just acknowledged these people in the audience, went out, dapped the people up, greeted the people, had a time. But he brought a special guest to perform on the stage. Are you ready? I am. Sister. Nazir Jones. <gasps> now, I... Destiny's daddy. Listen, let me tell you something. Virgo extraordinaire. I'm sorry. Let me say something, okay? Uh, I'm talking uh, a 1997 ninth grade Takiya oh. came out of my body. Oh. I, when I tell you I was in there screaming like a mm. adolescent mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. I don't know what any of you have heard or mm. might have seen, uh, you know, gotten secondhand, but mm. I'm here to let you all know that Nas is still fine. Do you hear me? Yeah. Oh, yes. Yes. Very handsome. Very handsome. Holy God. Day shooting. Oh, major look. You a slave to a page and Nas in my performed not one, not two, but three mm. of his songs. Mm. Mm. And I mean, it was just all that I needed. And then you know, it was so good. It was so good. And then we went back through that. confessions and you know all of the yes. ones we had his little techno techno oh. era. You know, Usher Sister. had a little techno baby tonight. <laughs> yeah, the DJ. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, all of that. So we went all Even the way. Even Climax. You know what I'm saying? Climax, climax was like... He did Climax. <laughs> he did all of that. He did, you know, Burn, Confessions. Everything was well done. And let me tell you something. I remember where I was when Confessions dropped. Like, this I remember the Confessions era. It incites memory for was, me and nostalgia. This is what I'm saying. And we all in the venue, all of us in the theater, were on the same page, you know? Yeah. It was, it, if, yeah. and I mean, from the beginning, because even before uh, Usher comes out, there's a DJ 
giving you all the blazing hip hop and R&B of the 90s and the 2000s, right? And so it's just a vibe from the very beginning. You feel like you're stepping into like a, a, a college party, a house party from your high school or college days, you know? You know, you got some of the girls who dressed up and then you have those, the rest of us who are just in our Jordans and lashes here to have a good time. Dancing and comfortable. But it was. No judges. No judges. No judges whatsoever. I love Uh, that. I think that uh, I don't know how much more time or if Usher will continue to add on to the residency, but if it is possible for you to get to the show. I wholeheartedly recommend that you invest your dollars in getting there to see Usher, wherever he is. It made me excited because we know that Usher is going to be our halftime performer down to the Super Bowl. Yes, but it's not going to be the same as because I've seen Usher live. I saw Mm -hmm. Usher for the Mm -hmm. Truth Tour with Kanye, which I I saw. Was that? Truth Tour was Confessions. Mm-hmm. Saw him for 8701. Mm-hmm. I've mm-hmm. seen him for some other things that he did for Sony when he was in his yes. climax era. Yes. Like Usher is a performer and an entertainer. So the dancers are still dancing. It's the same choreography from My Way. Yes. Is he still Ooh, doing it? She likes it. Yes. My He's way, doing all of that. Way. He's doing all of that. And let me just tell uh, you Tyrese in the video, period. bowling hat. Period. And let me tell you something. At 45, I want to know. I want you to know. I want you all to know that Usher has zero body fat. I mean, the teeth are teething. The skin is skinning. Of course. The back is backing. You hear me? I believe it. And it's just like, what is Usher doing to take care of himself? We all need to align ourselves with his regiments because he is not aging at all. I'll tell you oh. one thing I do know. He smokes blunts. Oh, and <laughs> naturally. I enjoy it. Well, it's so funny you mentioned Nasir. Mm. Because I did. I don't know what songs he... What songs did he perform? He did... Uh, uh, <laughs> oh, God. Let me think. Hold on. I'm blanking because I have all of the Usher okay. songs in my mind. Um, Uchi Wally. Let me see. He did. He did Uchi Wally. I think he came. He did If I Rule the World. If I, okay, okay, uh, okay. Um, and and there was one. Let me look. I'm gonna just pull up my Apple Music because I'll I'll tell you it. which one he didn't do. What? Shorty, say what your problem. That was he it. did. He did. Shut up. He did. What are his back songs? like you owe your tax. Owe me back <laughs> like forty eight like is the black. Oh, yes, that's what he did. He did rule the world. Shorty, he did. Yes, he did your, rule the world. Say what's your price? And he did. Shorty, say what's your price? I promise. Now okay. let's say you owe me something. And let me yeah. tell you, Usher was in the like stage. You your tax. He let Nas have the stage and Usher was in the audience with us. You hear me? Of course. Of course. I mean, and he, listen, it was it so is, New York. He came out in it the is the worst. That is his worst song, but also like. So good, it is, right? It's a jam. It's still a jam. <laughs> he, uh, he came out in an Averex. Yes. It was giving me all of the nostalgia of my high school. 
Sister. Uh, Tim's in an Averex. I mean, I was just about full on bird mode. I mean, yeah. I did not My know how to contain is stopping. <laughs> I mean, Nas in an Averex and Tim singing Uchi Wally. How could I not? Hello? Pre- premium finger popping days. Are you, what are you kidding? <laughs> Like, what do you mean? Those were the days when we was out here thotting and bopping and it was a good fucking time. In Jersey dresses. Okay. Uh, In Jersey dresses. And let me tell you something. In the 20-something episode, I mentioned these shoes. I want you all to understand the (laughs) ugliest shoes I've ever owned. Diesel? Were a pair of white BB sneaker heels (gasps) that were... Jersey mesh material, but also that weird converse rubber sole thing on the toe and a big rubber heel with a Jersey dress. The only only sneaker heel that I've ever worn is remember when Target, remember Target did those knockoffs? Isabel Isabel (laughs) Moran. Yep. I fell victim. Yes, I did. This was this was like the Manolo Blahnik era. Yes. Like this was like this was a very ugly. I remember era that. When I owned and let me tell you shoes. something. When I had those shoes, Bobby used to come into my house and put those shoes on. <laughs> yes, and then Bobby around. would come to my job after he bought his own pair of Target yeah. Isabel Marat ah. knockoffs ah. with with pom pom shorts. And those fucking Isabel Marat Target sneakers and a raccoon tail. A raccoon he would come tail. into my Jamaican restaurant and fuck those niggas' heads <laughs> up. <laughs> Ooh, and I loved time. watching it. What a time. But yes, I digress. The point, the moral of this story is Usher is a legend. Yeah, I'm he so, is. This was my first time seeing him perform live. And I had the time of my yes. life. I'm not gonna love hold you. Oh, oh, this is your first time seeing first him. time in all of my oh. life. I've never seen Usher live. Well, this is the best time for you to have seen. Oh, him. it was so good. It was so rich. Mm. You know how you leave a concert and you're like, I'm full. <laughs> yes. yes, yes, yes. You know how I felt. Uh, who I felt walking away from that, and I did. It was a concert that I never thought I needed. Right. I I love Janet Jackson. I love who Janet Jackson is just to us as black women. I love who she is to us as a mm-hmm, culture. We mm-hmm. have watched Janet Jackson from Literally, Good Times to the Jackson's yes. Variety mm-hmm. Hour to, to Velvet Rope to so many so many eras. Mm-hmm. But I am not like, I don't really just go like you cut on a Janet Jackson Fair. track. You yes. know what I mean? But I got invited to her number one concert number ones years ago at radio city I know. and i, know I said exactly this is the best going. experience i, I never knew i needed let me tell you i incredible because janet has the hits i've not seen janet live but you know hulu has been streaming the oh, essence sister. fest and they mama started, still did she did they started that in covid right down. so when janet did the essence fest i believe it was last year mm-hmm. hulu streamed it and when I was mm. telling you, I was in this bed. I was standing on my bed. Because mm-hmm. I was like, you know, mm-hmm. it's late. I'm just going to cut this on and see what they're doing down to the essence. And I never sat down because Janet got the hits. She do. Let me, let me, the hits. Let's get away. Like, mm-hmm. like, and we take it for granted, right? It because enough. like we, you. That's exactly what it yeah. is. That's exactly like what it you, is. Like you, I've never been one to sort of been in my car and say, let me cut that Janet Jackson on. But I was at this, watching this concert, and I knew every song. Yep. 
Yep. Because she got and the you, hits. You don't realize how, and that's how I felt about Usher, right? It's like, mm-hmm. I've seen Usher live and I've always given Usher his accolades as an entertainer and as a performer, as a singer, like his longevity. Like mm-hmm. I give Usher lots of respect, but I'm like, I don't really, but then when I really started thinking about it, I was like, no, I actually do love Usher. No, and I no. actually <laughs> like immensely Without respect question. Usher. Without I'm like, question. I listen to Confessions. I listen to 8701. I listen to Here. I listen to Here I Stand. I, sure I like that well. album. I did okay? as well. <laughs> he okay? moved mountains on that did. album. Okay. He did Good Kisser. He did yeah. um, uh, uh, Trading Spaces. <laughs> Not Places. <laughs> Oh, I'm, gonna knock. I'm on the then top go tonight. Away. I'm on the bottom, Ooh, and when you gonna take me said, on a day? Look here, you're I'm gonna open my door, <laughs> and, and I'm gonna reach over and open your door. Come on, <laughs> go pay for dinner. Oh, then we gonna see a movie. What <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying? And whisper in my ear. Let me tell you something. Really if, do listen, you gonna have oh. to listen. You gonna have to listen to the pre-show to catch this. But Usher could take me to the Cheesecake Factory. He could take me. Wherever. If Usher want to go to Applebee's, I'm going. brown bread. You know what I'm saying? If Usher want to go to Applebee's, I'm going to go and eat them microwave mozzarella sticks and I'm going to keep my mouth shut. You hear me? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. yeah. I know like, that was hard for Coke? you to say. But if Usher said, hey, y'all, let's go to Red Robin, what you going to say? Yum. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna hold you. Shallow. Uh, I mean, endless fries. I'm in there like shallow right. is that basket of fries. You know bitch. what I'm saying? I'm in, I'm in there bitch. like, well, I will take a patty melt. Thank you very much. <laughs> oh, I love a patty melt. Me now. too. I love a patty. That's melt. usually oh. my favorite, my go-to. And you know, Ooh. quiet as it's kept. You know who got one of the best patty melts in America? Uh, please tell me we're on the same page with this. Let's say it at the same time. I don't know, though, because one, I'm, I'm going to say something. I don't think we're going to say the two, same thing. I don't know. Two, three. I'm nervous. Waffle, Waffle House. House. <laughs> oh, you're my sister. Oh, my God. <laughs> sister. You yeah, and me. We just us, hit a new peak in our relationship. You and me us never part. Do you hear me? Maki Dada, bitch. Like, <laughs> yeah. Never. Yeah. Never yeah. part. Never. <laughs> never. Because I, I was so scared. Mm-mm. Oh, first of all, let me tell you, I took Santana's black ass to Waffle House. Oh. And I said, bitch, we're about to go have a late night meal that I used to have. Because I used to go to Atlanta all the time in the summer, go visit my cousin. I mm-hmm. stayed down there. I worked, worked in Decatur, like, and then would leave, you know. But I had, like, I spent time in Atlanta. So when you say Mrs. Winters, I'm like, oh, on the way to work, we stop Period. and get a three-wing snack and a cinnamon roll and That's split right. it. So Waffle House. Mm-hmm. I'm never going to eat it all, but this is what I get. Mm-hmm. I get a waffle. I want it light. Okay. Don't make it crispy with pecans. Oh, And then classy. I want a patty melt because I want to taste it. And I don't use A1 steak sauce or nothing no. or nothing else, no. but I'll put a little bit on the side of a patty melt and huh. dip it from time to time. I've not done that, but I'm intrigued. Try it. And then I get me some hash browns. Smothered. Smothered. Covered. Covered. And... Cheese, I, onions, and 
Cheese, yeah, cheese and covered. onions. Yeah, yeah smother the covered. covered. Yeah, add some salt, pepper, and some hot sauce yes, to them, yes. and that is my Waffle House meal. So I, I enjoy do, it. I will never be too good for it. I will be a billionaire and will still eat that motherfucking meal. Pull my Bentley right up to the Waffle House. You hear me? <laughs> Skirt. <laughs> Nobody touch my tank or whatever those <laughs> uh, Mercedes trucks are called because that's what I want. G wagon. G wagon. Don't touch my G wagon. I'm going in to enjoy a delicious meal. <laughs> I'm just saying. That I do everything. I don't get. I mean, I go to the Waffle House and don't have to have a waffle. I know, gasp. But I'm just saying, it's fair. I can wholeheartedly get a patty melt and my hash yep. brown smothered and covered. And yep. I'm and I'm and I am more. I'm content. More than content. I am mm-hmm. grateful. Yeah, I'm grateful. I enjoy that milk. I choose it. I request. It. I choose it. I drive to go get it. Yeah, <laughs> I say I don't it. care who. Oh, back to Santana. So I took Santana. Mm-hmm. So I said, I'm, "We're going to Waffle House." She's like, "Waffle House, yuck!" Uh, blah, blah, blah. Uh, she running them jibs, and I said, jibs "You will never shame me. Won't you'll never shame me." And you know what ended up happening? Now every time she go down to visit her daddy in Atlanta, got to have Santana's it. eating that fucking Waffle House. I know she and is making videos and knowing I'm shaming her. <laughs> Because whoever says that they are not are lying to themselves and like, to us. It's dirty. Jada, you said you were a germaphobe. I sometimes can close my eyes in full willful ignorance because I enjoy those things and there's nothing that's going to take those small joys away from me. Not a one. And I know that mm-hmm. that lady's smoking her cigarette ash over my hash browns, but I just look around it. I say my grace and Listen. I just ask the Lord to just purify Cheryl Sandra Lee has her fucking red red uh dye in her hair and it might be dripping down, down into my her patty neck. And, I'm and okay all with it's that. going to do is add to the delicious flavor it's of the, the meat. experience. You have to have <laughs> the experience in its in its full and complete way and that's yeah. just the bottom line. So I I I feel more connected to Jade than I've ever had in my life and I'm so Same. grateful for this moment. But let's move on yeah. because we have some yes. listener letters we're going to get into today. Oh yes. Um so before we move on here? to the Yes, we 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 just want to make sure that we quickly tell you all to make sure that you listen to Illuminating Intersectionality oh, sure. all three episodes They're if available. you haven't caught them yet. It's not too uh, late. Available wherever you get your podcasts. Mm-hmm. Um because we did our good work on that. Works and you, really and hard. run those numbers up for us, y'all. Run we them up. That. We need that. So, uh, but yeah. Uh, yeah, let's get into a couple listener letters. It's a light episode, as you can see. So, yes. we'll see you there. I won't let my active psoriatic arthritis joint symptoms define me. Emerge as you. Tremphia guselcumab is proven to significantly reduce joint pain, stiffness, and swelling in adults with active psoriatic arthritis. Some patients even reported less fatigue as assessed by survey one week prior. Results may vary. Tremphia is taken by injection six times a year after two starter doses at week zero and four. Serious allergic reactions may occur. Tremphia may increase your risk of infections and lower your ability to fight them. Before treatment, your doctor should check you for infections and tuberculosis. Tell your doctor if you have an infection or symptoms of an infection including fever, sweats, chills, muscle aches, or cough. Tell your doctor if you had a vaccine or plan to. Emerge as you. Learn more about Tremphia, including important safety information, at tremphia.com or call 1-877-578-3527. See our ad in Food & Wine magazine. For patients prescribed Tremphia, cost support may be available. 
Not indulging this time of year is a crime in my eyes. And you know me, I'm never going to pass up on anything delicious. But then there are those nights after all that holiday fun and all that indulgence that I really just need to nourish my body with real ingredients. And thankfully with Daily Harvest, I'm getting the best of both worlds. Daily Harvest helps me keep my stomach and my freezer full by delivering my favorite fruit and veggie packed meals right to my door, the convenience of it all. And you've got to try Daily Harvest New Edition for dinner. I'm talking pasta, all of our favorite. Think pesto, bolognese, primavera, but with a lot more veggies and a lot less work. Their pasta is gluten-free, dairy-free, and ready in under 10 minutes. And with little time on the calendar between the holiday feasts and the parties and the shindigs, I get easy-to-prep options for other times of day, too. I'm talking smoothies and harvest bowls and soups from Daily Harvest. I never have to think about what to cook, and I get to skip all that chopping, shopping, and post-cleaning cook-up, all right? Speaking of soups, I had one for lunch a tomato and zucchini minestrone. I threw a little dollop of a little extra seasoning in there, topped it off with some chili flakes. I was taken care of. Belly was warm. Belly was full. And the new pesto pasta option? Don't play with it. By using recyclable or compostable packaging, Daily Harvest is doing their best to take care of our earth, which helps me limit my waste. And I feel good. I feel good about what I'm contributing to. Get the best of both worlds with Daily Harvest. Go to dailyharvest.com slash G-E-T-T-I-N to get up to $65 off your first box. That's dailyharvest.com slash G-E-T-T-I-N for up to $65 off your first box. Dailyharvest.com slash getting. All right. So we're back with uh, uh, some letters, some listener letters. Uh, we're going to dig down to an honesty box because we haven't really done that in a little while. So Honestly? Truly. Our first um, email uh, is titled, Thank You, period, seriously, period. <laughs> yes. Uh, it says, hello, cousins, Kia and Jade. I want, to, I want you to know. I want to know. Sorry. I want to know who told y'all what I've been talking to my therapist and the Lord about. <laughs> Because the last few episodes have given me every single thing I need. Thank you for helping me to realize that I am not the only one with a fraught and difficult relationship with my mother. Thank you for affirming me as I navigate a difficult but rewarding healing era. Thank you for reminding me that I am safe and I have what I need. Thank you for making me laugh. Uh, If you don't hear enough or just need to hear it again, thank you. I've been listening from the beginning and I love witnessing the growth and transparency from my friends in my head. And that is signed, uh, Davalon? Dove Cameron. Huh? D- oh. Dove Cameron. <laughs> <laughs> That's from Dove Cameron. That's no. a Disney person. Noah put me on. Dove, <laughs> Dove oh, Cameron. okay. I, I, I'm learning. Okay. Yes. Thank you. Um, for sending this letter, we, we appreciate um, and love, and it's very, very, very uh, fulfilling. Yeah. Because, you know, as we were talking about on the Patreon, Jade and I work really hard to sort of create a space where it's okay for us to be transparent about the difficult aspects of growing old. There's yes. so much presser, pressure in life to sort of be perfect and polished and have all of your things together. And we don't often... Uh, have the opportunity to be in spaces where it's okay to say, I don't know. 
<laughs> or this mm-hmm. is hard for me yeah. or I'm trying to figure it out. Uh, and that's the space that we've tried to create here, getting growing. So it means a lot to to us that mm-hmm. folks are feeling seen and affirmed and encouraged and empowered, um, you know, uh, through our through our our work, because, mm-hmm. you know, that's what it's all about for us. And that's what we're always going to aim to do with this space. So I appreciate the acknowledgement. Yes. And and know that we are doing this because we really love to. And I yeah. appreciate that that is something that is felt by our listening audience. So thank you for writing such a beautiful letter uh, mm-hmm. and for listening to the show. Yes. Yes. We appreciate you, Dove Cameron. And <laughs> <laughs> all of you. <laughs> The fact that y'all have been dealing with my bullshit for the past <laughs> almost eight years is so wonderful. It's, I should, it's, I'm filled with gratitude. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Next up. Hey, Auntie Jade and Auntie Kia. You can call me D or whatever name you see fit. I, hmm. I, I think I want to get more creative. Okay. Uh, you want me to do it or you want? Yeah, <laughs> you, you want do this one. To- uh okay, let's go with Shanene. Shanene, I don't think we've had a Shanene no, yet. We've never had a Shanene. Oh, <laughs> you need an enema. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, your breath. You need an enema. And I know people, I know some people hate Martin. There's certain things that I'm always, when Hustle Man walked into that barbershop and opened his coat, and nigga walked into the barbershop and said, walla, 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 I don't, I will laugh for the rest of my days. I'm sorry. It's funny. It's It's still still funny. I literally. Martin, yes, I get it. He himself. Yes, I get it. I get it. But it is. But there still are other aspects I love. Funny, uh, or like Pam. I watched that episode where where uh, Gina thought that Martin was at the door, so she like answered the door in like negligee. Yes, and she was like, "Oh, your little ten dollar teddy. Oh, <laughs> or you got your hair done. Oh." I was like, Shanene, please. <laughs> it's little nuances. It's what Shanene was was like doing this gap leg dance down the hallway. I'll be a freak. I just love it. I'm sorry. Okay, sorry, Shanene. We will get back to okay. your letter now. Wow, Shanene. That was a that took a turn. So what a sorry. Time. Okay. First, I want to start by saying thank you for bringing this amazing content to our community. As a biracial woman raised by a single Puerto Rican mother, it was hard navigating through my black culture. Hmm. Through your podcast in the friend zone, I've been able to navigate owning my blackness and being comfortable and representing both cultures. From From the bottom of my heart, thank you for that. Now on to the reason for this email. Okay. My sister is my day one and I will do anything for her. Like write an email to my favorite podcast. Okay. (laughs) My nephew was diagnosed with autism when he was two and a half. Since the diagnosis, my sister has been an advocate for his care and is continuously looking for new ways to help him. After losing her high paying job last year, money's been tight, but she took that time to focus more on my nephew's development and care. 
Recently, she was donated a puppy to serve as a service dog to my nephew. My nephew has episodes of aggression when he is overwhelmed. Since having since having the dog, he has had less episodes and is able to turn to him for comfort. Now that the dog is old enough to start his service animal certification training, he can help him even more with regulating his episodes and emotions. The training is pretty expensive, but well worth it. My sister never asked for anything and was initially hesitant on creating a GoFundMe in fear that she would be judged. I know y'all rarely mention GoFundMe pages because the scammers be scamming and I get it. I thought I would at least reach out and give you her story in hopes that you would share it with your listeners. Um, And I don't even need to read that last part because we just did. And you know what? We are hesitant and we've explained to you all why we're hesitant about GoFundMes. But I, you know, when the spirit moves us, it just moves us. And so um, you all will be able to find that link in the description box. And I hope that baby gets every, every, everything that they need. For sure. and your sister has some relief come soon. And we're sending a lot of love to your family, Shanene. Shanene and your sister, Kilolo. <laughs> How ridiculous oh. to say all of that and then yes. say, thank you, Shanene. No, we love you so much, Shanene. Shanene and her sister, <laughs> Kilolo. Aww. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> no, but for real, y'all can find the link yes. and support it. Um, and we are praying for you and your sister. And Very much so. And your nephew, I think she was. Yes, and her okay. nephew. Yep. Um, all right. All right. So let's call her uh Regine. <laughs> Regine. Regine. <laughs> good morning, ladies. Or good evening. Buenos dias. I'm a very big fan of your podcast. Last week's episode resonated with me so deeply. I lost my mom to cancer four and a half years ago. Our relationship mm. really started flourishing shortly before she got sick. I used to talk to her two to three times per week. She lived in North Carolina and I live in Connecticut. Kia, my mother was very much like yours as far as being about getting things done and not allowing us to ask questions. I had an Mm. older brother and I have an older sister. My mom was very small, yet very militant. My mother's side of the family was mostly military. My grandfather, my two uncles, and my mom. She was harsh and very strict with my brother and sister. Me being the baby, and in my opinion, because my dad was the only other parent who was involved, my siblings' fathers were not around, I got the most leniency. But Mm. she always kept me and my sister in a child's place, well Mm. into adulthood, to the point where, although we were uh, talking several times a week, all during her chemo and radiation treatments, she did not communicate when she ended up having to stay um, at the hospital. Her friend had to reach out to let us know the status of her health, This was very Mm. triggering for me. And I often think that uh, had I known the seriousness of uh, her illness, I would have been able to do more. Mom was so independent and private, even with her daughters. I I am too starting to deal with my mother's neglect through therapy. Although I was spoiled, I don't always get, I didn't always get what I needed from her. Thank you for your Mm. time in reading my email. And that is from Regine. Regine. Oh, Regine. Thank you for sharing your story with us, Regine. Very much so. Um, and, you know, we sort of honor the complexity uh, of your relationship with your mom and hold mm-hmm. space for, you know, we can honor and respect and love and cherish our moms, but also acknowledge the ways in which, for whatever reason, um, mm-hmm. you know, we 
our experiences as daughters were was impacted. So I honor you yes. for working through, uh, you know, all of that in therapy and and processing this as an adult. That's important work, and I'm grateful that you're doing it. And I'm grateful that conversations here getting grown can help you on that journey. Mm-hmm. Very much so. Thank you for, thank you to all of you um, who continue to write in. We've had. So many beautiful responses to our to our mother um, episode and, and and to the the continuation with Felicia, mm-hmm. where we really wanted to be more intentional about making sure that multiple aspects of um, mother daughter relationships are included. And I, like we said, we, I think we want to continue those conversations, you mm-hmm. know, uh, because there's so many different lived experiences which makes the community feel included when they hear something that sounds similar to theirs. So we're just as grateful for you all as you all express to us every single week. And you all can continue to send your honesty box questions to hello at gettinggrown.co. That's hello at gettinggrown.co. Do you want to read this grad student question? Oh, yeah. Let's read it. Why not? We're still here. Hey, ladies. <clears throat> well, I got, well, I got the grand idea to go back to school after a decade. I applied to my Ooh. master's program at NYU, and they done let my ass in. <laughs> hey, come on with the purple and white. I know. So here I am, fully enthralled in my first semester. Now, I don't know what the hell I'm doing, but do we ever? Great question. Uh, but I'm figuring it out, and my grades are good, so I'm grateful. My question is, can you provide any tips about organizing research? Chef Jade, when you're preparing a menu, how do you organize your thoughts and meal ideas? Dr. Kia, mm. when you're in the throes of academic research, what in the world do you do? Do y'all mm. jot down any questions you have first, or do you start researching and writing uh, questions down as they come to you? Do you create an outline? Please help me. It's like I do the research and have the info floating around in my head, but I'm struggling uh-huh. to translate it down to the Microsoft Word, okay? This 30-something-year-old mind operates completely different from my 20-something brain and is Damn. taking me down. Thank you for your work and transparency. I'll give her a pseudonym. Let's call her Kelly Kapowski. Uh, Kelly Kapowski. <laughs> a black one. Or at least a turtle. I, Lisa, there we go. Lisa yes. Turtle. Okay. That's more pro-pro. Yes. Um, I like that. Yeah. I like that question. I am a giant advocate of my notes app. Mm-hmm. Um, Process. Yes. Right. Now, when I was in school, I had a notebook that mm-hmm. was specifically designated to school. And each day um, as they put notes up there, I don't care how annoying it was. And they would have to switch the thing out. I'm like, hey, 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 put that back because I need to make sure that I'm highlighting every aspect that you all are highlighting so mm-hmm. that I'm following along. As far as recipes. Let's take Thanksgiving, for instance. I'll take every single element of everything that I want to make, and I'll list those out. And then I start to break them out one by one. All right, if I'm going to do meats, then these are the things that I need under each of those categories. Right. Until, and then and then from there, I make a separate list of all of the double items that I need for multiple things, and then the like, quantities from like those. Like onions and, and garlic? Yeah, exactly. Okay. Butter and, and, you know, or whatever. Like, I'm, I'm like, oh, eggs. I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, if I need eggs for dressing and I need eggs for potato salad and I need eggs for breakfast, then let me make sure that I'm 
making sure that I'm getting enough and not just calculating it for one. So I think breaking things down (laughs) and then looking at your overall, once you've broken them down, makes it easier to kind of piece things together, whether Mm -hmm. that be writing a paper, putting together an episode, writing a recipe or what have you. Yeah. What you got? I agree. I think our processes are very similar. As you can see, I fancy a notebook. Okay. Yeah. Hella notebooks. <laughs> All of the notebooks. You've got to be on Patreon to see Dr. Key's yes. collection. Yes, yes. I have several notebooks and I refer back to them. Um, especially one of the things that I do, especially now, I'm in lots of meetings every day. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you jot down what's happening in the meeting. What has always been my process ever since undergrad, right? When I'm in the space, in the meeting, I focus on sort of listening and hearing not so much processing or, you know, listening for understanding, but just taking information in. Then I also take some time, devote some time to sort of processing and conceptualizing. So when I was in school, I would uh, take notes. um, Mm -hmm. And as I, the more I did it, the better I got at it. I understand you Mm -hmm. lean into what your, how your mind naturally works. Don't try to adopt anybody else's study practices. However you process information is best to learn that and really Mm. cultivate that and, and really get good at your groove. Yes. So I take all the information in like today I show you like these are, this is my current notebook and Mm -hmm. all of these pages are meeting notes from today's meeting. And literally Mm -hmm. before Jade and I sat down to record, I was going through my notes and I have like an outline on my computer. Mm -hmm. Like I have another document for notes where I sort of, okay, put the pieces together. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, I keep track of deliverables. Okay, what do I need to do? What are the things that I need to do uh, as a result of this meeting? What are the questions Mm -hmm. that I have? You know, Mm -hmm. what are the next steps? I organize, I have my process and then I, I... take my original meeting notes and I make like yep. a, an outline um, or a more uh, comprehensible version of my yes. notes. Uh, you know, so it's it's about that two-step two step process for me. When I was in school, I would focus on listening and then I would go home and mm-hmm. make an outline of my yes. listening notes. And, you know, the outlines became my study guides when it was time yep. to study for the test. And it was good yep. because I could see what information I captured and what was missing. Um, so yep. I think, you know, it's it's really just about learning your groove. Give yourself time. Like you said, yeah. you're in your first year. So it's going to take a little rhythm. But what you said is absolutely accurate. As you age, you process information differently. Yes. And so don't be trying. Don't be trying to be in the classroom functioning like your 20-year-old self did because that's just yeah. an exercise in futility. Yeah, it's not it's not realistic. Another thing, too, um, I used to record a lot of the things that that the the teachers were saying. Yes. And and like and I love that point you brought out, Kia, about not trying to necessarily process, but taking the information Mm -hmm. in because there is a period where once you have all of those moving parts, because sometimes there's information that is not necessarily that you that you need for a test but mm-hmm. you need to retain it for something else like you're able to take all of what you what you have there and then break it out to what you need in the moment mm-hmm. and i think sometimes going in just trying to do everything at once yeah. will overwhelm you but if you if you break it down 
Yeah. Like Kia said, you're going to find your process and what works best for you. Absolutely. And everybody learns differently. Everybody. So I love that you brought out the listening thing. Uh, I was really good for recording lectures and stuff in school. Yep. Then going back. Because I feel like in taking notes, sometimes you get so focused on just trying to write down everything that you're not yes. listening. So I yes. would record and listen. And if there was anything that I might have missed, I can go back and refer to the recording. I still yep. do that. Like... It's nothing for me to pull out my voice recorder on my phone and just mm -hmm. record the meeting. Mm -hmm. uh, just yeah. record the meeting uh, and then go back and have a, a reference point to listen to um, in my sort of process in time. So you're going to find your way, Lisa Absolutely. Turtle. I'm proud of you. Um, keep us posted. We can't read, wait to read your graduation announcement. Yes. I know that's right. All right, so yeah. You see the sirens are going off. Yes, for you. they're already already ready for your escort yeah. down to the commencement. <laughs> um, so yes, as Jade said, continue to send in your questions and thank yous. We love to read them. We love to share them um, because it's another way that we sort of help everyone to feel seen and heard down at the kitchen yeah. table. We value your input. So go ahead and continue to send us things uh, at hello at gettinggrown.co. You ready to go on to the Black Women Self-Care, sis? Yes, ma'am. Let's do it. Let's do it. Hello, group. Raise your hand if this sounds like you. You obsessively follow that super credible health expert on TikTok. Or you take all the latest supplements your almond mom recommends, even the ones that don't taste so good going down. Or do you happen to be the one who embraces the latest diet craze that your best friend swears by, whether it's eating no carbs, all the carbs, or only carbs that grow on trees, or maybe drinking a tea that sends you into a caffeine fit for the rest of your days? <laughs> Which one are you? You listen to all these health-obsessed folks, but when was the last time you went to an actual good doctor, like in real life, with real medical experience and a stethoscope, and they knocking on your knee, hello, reflexes, working? If you have to think about it, it's time to head to ZocDoc. There are thousands of top-rated doctors on ZocDoc, and they're all listed with verified patient reviews, so you can find and book a doctor who not only has years of experience and an actual medical degree, but also gets you. ZocDoc is a free app where you can find amazing doctors and book appointments online. And we're talking about booking appointments with thousands of top-rated patient-review doctors and specialists. You can filter specifically for ones who take your insurance, are located near you, and treat almost any condition that you're searching for. These doctors all have verified reviews from actual, real patients, not bots. The typical wait time to see a doctor book on ZocDoc is just about 24 to 72 hours. That's it. You can even score some same-day appointments. And once you find the doc you want, you can book them immediately with just a few app taps. No more waiting awkwardly on hold with a receptionist. Now, listen, I have used ZocDoc now for some time, and that's how I found my dermatologist. That's how I found my OBGYN. That's how I found my primary care. That's how I found my chiropractor. I'm not playing with you. ZocDoc has actually been the best resource for not only finding doctors that meet the requirements that I need, but the locations that I need that take my insurance and they make everything easy. Go to ZocDoc.com slash grown and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top rated doctor today. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash grown. 
ZocDoc.com slash grown. I won't let my active psoriatic arthritis joint symptoms define me. Emerge as you. Tremphia guselkumab is proven to significantly reduce joint pain, stiffness, and swelling in adults with active psoriatic arthritis. Some patients even reported less fatigue as assessed by survey one week prior. Results may vary. Tremphia is taken by injection six times a year after two starter doses at week zero and four. Serious allergic reactions may occur. Tremphia may increase your risk of infections and lower your ability to fight them. Before treatment, your doctor should check you for infections and tuberculosis. Tell your doctor if you have an infection or symptoms of an infection including fever, sweats, chills, muscle aches, or cough. Tell your doctor if you had a vaccine or plan to. Emerge as you. Learn more about Tremphia, including important safety information, at tremphia.com or call 1-877-578-3527. See our ad in Food & Wine magazine. For patients prescribed Tremphia, cost support may be available. I deserve Good day, good evening, and greetings. It is time for the Black Person Self Care slash. I know that's right. Yeah. Um, so there was one thing that I forgot to share with you, but it also was much self care. You know how we are in that stage of life where many times we will make a plan, and then once it comes down to time to execute that plan, we no longer want to do it. Correct. Um. Sometimes you do, you're like, I'm excited, but I'm just tired. Mm -hmm. uh, so I got invited to the Lauryn Hill concert mm -hmm. last week. As you were talking about, I meant to tell you after you talked about Nas, because nice. when I was asking what songs he did. So got invited. And I mean, yes, I know all the jokes and we all have made them. Mm -hmm. And yes, it was true. The concert started one hour and a half late. Nice. But I digress. Keep that same energy for these nasty, misogynistic ass niggas that y'all keep listening to their music and their albums and all of that. When this black lady has been able to have a career for 25 years Period. off of the same album. Period. And if she's a little late and these niggas are talking about beating women or doing things uh, that when they have been asked if they can do them and been told no <laughs> and they do them anyway and y'all still bump the music. Well, then, you know what? Lauren Hill can be an hour and a half late for a show. But I digress. Yes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, I went and I had a good time. I like it. I had, it was, we forget how fucking beautiful Lauren Hill is. And they had all these beautiful displays. There. You can see just yes. all of the talented, like a true musician, mm -hmm. um, educated. Mm -hmm. So she comes through and she's very thoughtful about her presentation, mm -hmm. her imagery behind her. An artist, um, truly. Her imagery, her, like a true creative, mm -hmm. a true artist, a true musician, a true so many things. And it was, I was so happy to be, I was so happy to be there. I was so happy Yay. to have experienced that. Um, and I, you know, the jokes have flown for so long that it was like, okay, if I see her, I see her. But I'm so glad I saw her. I'm, I'm so glad I saw her. So that was that. part, I was like, I'm glad I went. Uh, and then the second thing. As we've been talking about, you know, being intentional with oh, our yes. Sunday dinners, oh, yes. um, you know, and I've been trying to be intentional with just cooking more in general and like preparing ahead of time so that things are done on recording night. So I'm not having a resorting resort to ordering or what have you mm -hmm. outside of my HelloFresh, because that's also a lifesaver. Mm -hmm. Um 
I was like, you know, let me get into my abuela bag. Like, let me get into my Nona bag. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So one day, actually, two day, I made two day. Oh. Tortilla soup. Go ahead. Like a hearty, ooh, like with ooh. good chili and 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 it had black beans. Exciting. And I roasted a chicken. I seasoned this chicken oh, down. Come on. With cumin and chili yes. and, and uh pepper and salt and garlic. And I seasoned that down. Then I roasted the chicken. Mm. Then after the chicken was roasted, took it apart and took all of the chicken parts, all mm. of the skin, all that delicious flavor. And I made a stock for two days. Oh, that's probably because I made it the day of the Lauren Hill show, oh, and then the next day I had to continue. It, it probably so it was like a ten-hour like stock. Everything, holy sister. God. I mean, when I tell you, like a bone broth, okay. My lord. And then, you know, started adding all the accoutrement, and the seasoning, and the and the dry chilies, and mm, and it was just smoky and delicious and hearty, and I. Cut up some tortillas, some corn tortillas, and fried them. I mm-hmm. submade strips, topped it with some avocado, some some a little bit of cheddar. You know, mm-hmm. I take it a little bit western, and uh, a little mm-hmm. sour cream, a little crema, and some some cilantro on top. Ooh, that sounds delightful. So, then, and I made enough where I was like, I'm gonna give Mary some. I'm gonna put some in the freezer. Mm-hmm. We're gonna eat some. But then I was like, I have to make dinner again. Because like on Sunday, I made that on Friday. So on Sunday, I was like, I got to make dinner. Mm-hmm. And I haven't, you know, a lot of us grew up on spaghetti and baked chicken. Mm-hmm. But I haven't made like a Nona sauce, like a gravy. Mm-hmm. An Italian gravy, which that's sauce, y'all. In a long time. Okay. So I made me a good six-hour meat sauce. Mm-hmm. Like fresh tomatoes, fresh tomatoes stewed down. With fresh basil and oregano and garlic, like fresh and onion. What a delight. And let that just cook down and down and down and down. And Mm. sister. And then made uh, homemade Italian sausage meatballs. Oh, you know, I love. With like a Romano breadcrumb. That's Mm. how my grandma, Mm. my grandma didn't Mm. say Italian. She said Italian. Italian sausage. You know, I love an Italian sausage. (laughs) But that gave you more flavor in the meatballs. Yes. And I was like, you know, hello, abuela. Hello, Nona. Yes. Hello. <laughs> Good morning. I'm better. loving Sunday dinners. Like, I I'm like, okay, yes. How did I get away from you? I mean, we have we have backslid, but we are back. You hear me? We are. My Black we Women Self Care like also features a good old Sunday dinner. Now, you know, yes. it is my... It is not my custom to eat Thanksgiving food on Thanksgiving. You know, I'm down to the beef yes. short ribs. I'm yeah. down to, you know, a, 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 a crazy, rich and meaty lasagna. You know, whatever yeah. I'm feeling yes. in the moment, you yes. know. But when I want uh, uh, what I want, I have to fix yeah. what I want. And so this That's weekend, it. you know, I came back from Vegas. I got in on Saturday night. I woke up Sunday morning and did church and all of that. And I was thinking about mm. my grandma. I, she's mm. just been on my heart. I called my, I spoke speaking to my aunt this morning on my way back from the gym. And I just called her and I was like, you know, I miss my gram. And when I want to feel close to her, I like to cook like she cooked. Mm-hmm. And so I, I, I wanted some dressing. Oh, God, yes. Mm. And I didn't have time or energy to do a whole turkey. But let me tell you what I did, sis. 
I went down to the Wegmans and got myself two turkey thighs. Okay. I Ooh. I seasoned them up. Mm. You know, got them real good seasoned on the outside and the inside. Got me mm-hmm. one of those injectors so that I can inject. Oh, yes. You know what I'm saying? Oh, full of flavor. the flavor, right? So mm. seasoned up my chick, my my turkey thighs. I put them in the pan and seared them on both yes. sides so a I can browning. get a good browning. Then That's I it. dropped them off down to the crock pot. Okay, okay. Made mm. and took that sear, made mm-hmm. myself a little gravy. Deglaze, yes. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, added some things to the crock pot, some onions, some butter, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. even added a little touch of cream of chicken soup. That's how my grandma used to do it. I like a, a listen, I'm never above a cream of chicken or a cream of mushroom. You know now. what I'm saying? Add a little cream of chicken soup down to mm-hmm. the crock pot. I set it and I forget it. Mm. Made me some little ramekins of dressing. You see? Yes, ramekins. I didn't make a whole pan, just a couple ramekins, you see? Mm -hmm. And so then I got some fresh string beans (gasps) and some turkey Mm. necks. Mm. Made me some good. Smoked. Yes, smoked turkey neck. Mm -hmm. Made me a good broth with that turkey neck. Got that broth seasoned. Snapped Mm -hmm. my green beans, put them in the pot. Mm. Sat mm. down and had my turkey and dressing and green beans, and I mm. had a time. And let me tell you, if you watch it down to my Instagram stories, I said I was grateful that we are back in the Sunday Sunday dinner vibe because yeah. them leftovers slapped mm. today. You hear me? Mm. I mean, when they sat, I you know, I, after I cleaned up the kitchen, you put your. I had one tur- t- turkey thigh on Sunday. Let yes. that other one sort of sit in the fridge. <sighs> For Sunday night, Monday, Tuesday Mm. for my lunch, heated up my turkey thigh Mm. in the air fryer, okay? Because, you know, I don't like to put poultry in the microwave. I'm not doing that. I don't like the microwave, period. Period. But I heated my gravy up in a little saucepan, put my turkey Mm -hmm. thigh in the air fryer, and and heated up my dressing and my green beans. Had Mm. me a lunch of all lunches. You hear me? Yes, you did. Ugh. Oh, you got me wanting some dressing now. I just feel like sometimes you just want some dressing. My grandma made some dressing. I'm grateful she taught me how to make some dressing. So Mm -hmm. I know that Thanksgiving is not for a few weeks, but I wanted it. So I cooked it. So you made it. And I think, you know, I was craving some uh, some roasted chicken and dressing recently. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I'm going to hold off because it's just a couple more weeks now. But I love that you just went ahead and did. I went ahead and did it. Yeah. Because, you know, that whole, mm. I remember like my childhood, you know, you make the cornbread. Grandma used to put the cornbread mm-hmm. in a Ziploc bag and have me smash it up. Yes. Yeah. The Ziploc bag. You <laughs> must always have the Ziploc bag and smash it up. She showed me how to cut my onions and celery real fine. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just, I just felt yes. like she was with me in the kitchen. So. I, and you all, so did she make her cornbread from scratch? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, what else does she put in it? Or is that a secret? It's not a secret. It's very basic. My grandma was, you know, it was good though. So it was just chicken mm-hmm. broth, mm-hmm. good, good chicken stock. So I, I boiled, mm-hmm. I boiled a pe- couple pieces of chicken I had in the freezer. So I get some yes. good chicken stock, season that okay. up. Okay. Yes. Then I cook my onions and celery down, mm-hmm. got that going. And you mix the bread and the broth. You add your sage. You yep. season as you go. Yeah. You see. That's it. You season as you go. 
And yeah, so we just, you know, one one thing at a time. You know, yes. it's very basic. We didn't really, we didn't really do too much. I told you we're very, very simple Southern American cuisine. I feel like we make dressing the same. I make the cornbread. I do it in the Ziploc. Mm-hmm. I I saute up some um some celery, mm-hmm. onion. Mm-hmm. You know, my herbs mm-hmm. in butter. Yep. And I saute that up. Have have a, I like to have my drippings mm-hmm. and some stock mm-hmm. because extra flavor. Mm-hmm. Some egg, um, and a cream of mushroom soup. Now that I've not, I've not done. I put a little bit of cream of mushroom soup. Okay, I've call had, me. I've had your dressing, so I know it's legit. But I'm just saying, it's delicious. You know, we and then I will sometimes if I'm feeling real zhuzhy. Yes, yeah, I'll do a sage sausage. If I am like, you know, don't feel like having a day of gout, then <laughs> I will omit the sausage. Yeah, my grandma, we just use like herb like she used both mm-hmm. sage like seasoning but she also would drop a few sprigs of sage down too. exactly yes because the dried and the fresh give two different mm-hmm. elements that's mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. oh i love it i love it and you've been over there cooking with goo you know <laughs> <laughs> i'm eating good with freddie jean honey i just got <laughs> goo went to she went to church the other day and before she showed us what she made she made fried ribs oh I missed that video. I got very to go fried. back. I got to go back. <laughs> I'm sure they look just as dry as blessed. They Jesus. were the most fried of ribs no I've boy. ever seen in my life. It was just like a pan of fried ribs. Because you know I put XD on her too. And so now we just watch her videos. Oh, and we talk about how if somebody calls their family's food world famous anything, that means the family can't cook. <laughs> if it's world famous, it's gross. <laughs> That is hilarious. I'm so pleased with the Sunday dinner conversation. I I feel like this just needs to be a staple. I agree. I agree. Also, another black woman self-care thing that I just want to share here. It actually could double as a shout out. I have to say this um, because I don't know if you all are into it, but uh, I encourage you all to check out the latest album by the Shindellas. Oh, yes. I mean, it is giving us all of the R&B girl group vibes that we've been missing. You understand? Like starting with the harmonies. The harmonies, the arrangements, the writing, and the vocals. Because the mics are on. Okay. Always on. The mics Always. are on. And then and they hot. take it a step further with the nostalgia of giving you what we've been missing. Yes. Because after they've put together all of this musically, they then put the intention into the visuals. Outfits, the visuals. Into the yes. into them being, you know what I'm saying? Cohesive. And and I like the blend, the dynamics, it's the musicianship. Yes. And and the songs are relatable. They make you feel yeah. good. We're not yeah. and and it's it's talking about like you know, we're having a good time, we're enjoying things, but they're also sort of very real and honest. Yeah. I have really been it's been a deep dive into that album. This is their sophomore project. It's called Shindo. I yes. encourage you all to I mean, get your lives because it is better than good. It is great. 
Yeah. So much and so yeah. until I went on their website to see where they were performing because I have to experience <sighs> this live. I I, I do want to see them live. Yeah. They will be in Nashville um in December, but they they're mm. they don't have any performances during the time that I'll be there. But I got mm. a right mind to call Claude and say, "Let me tell you something." Hello. I would like my face to be in the place. So you just we're tell ready me, for a tour. Tell me where how do we help? We need the Shindellas. We need this. We do. We do. They are filling they are filling a place that a has void. That that has that yeah, it's been empty. It's been empty, empty for a while. Empty. And it's it. really mm. so very good. It's giving like yeah. current, uh, updated, polished, mm-hmm. classy, yes. grown. Yes. I mean quality. I'm for yes. it. I love every mm. bit of it. And and I, it's been my Black Women's Self-Care this week. It will continue to be. I encourage you to listen and let me know what you think, girl. Let me know. Now, I'm going to tell you what we didn't ask for. A TGT reunion. Tyrese, <sighs> Genuine, and Tank. I just need y'all to leave that at the front door. We don't want it. That's it. I did see them. I saw a video uh, featuring them on my phone. And when I tell you that I refuse to press that little sound button at the bottom, no. I said, I don't mm-hmm. want any parts of this I'm scrolling on. I, and I'm I enjoy forward. Tank. I do too. And I enjoy. I do too. Genuine to growls. <laughs> and I have even enjoyed Tyrese's kooky ass over the years. He can sing. But he can, he can sing. sing. Okay. Have I told you I love you? Lately. He can sing. And so, you know, I I, I enjoy, but I just don't need Okay, that. I will say this. I don't need all of the histrionics that come with it. Just Mm-mm. make the music and put it out. Okay. If that's if you all can do that, that's all I, just I need. I don't need nothing else. Yeah. But I would give yeah. I would give that a listen. Uh, but you know, I'm telling you, you will not be disappointed if you get down to the Shindellas album. Yeah, no. I you promise won't. you will not be. You will not be. And I put that I put that on on my on my mama and on my hood, period. Mm-hmm. And you look flying good. And with that being said, we'll move on to the petty piece. Let's do it. I'm ready. I won't let my active psoriatic arthritis joint symptoms define me. Emerge as you. Tremphia guselkumab is proven to significantly reduce joint pain, stiffness, and swelling in adults with active psoriatic arthritis. Some patients even reported less fatigue as assessed by survey one week prior. Results may vary. Tremphia is taken by injection six times a year after two starter doses at week zero and four. Serious allergic reactions may occur. Tremphia may increase your risk of infections and lower your ability to fight them. Before treatment, your doctor should check you for infections and tuberculosis. Tell your doctor if you have an infection or symptoms of infection including fever, sweats, chills, muscle aches, or cough. Tell your doctor if you had a vaccine or plan to. Emerge as you. Learn more about Tremphia, including important safety information, at tremphia.com or call 1-877-578-3527. See our ad in Food & Wine magazine. For patients prescribed Tremphia, cost support may be available. The leaves are turning. The weather is cooling and you guessed it, honey, pumpkin, spiced, everything is in the air. Fall vibes are now vibing and trending. Whatever you're into this fall, you can find it at Walmart. Entertaining, gorgeous fall inspired rose gold flatware will take that potluck up a notch. 
and greet your guests in style in an internally classic sweater dress with a bold red lip. Tailgating, homecomings, apple pickings, grab a chunky sweater and some luxe loafers for an elevated fall outing. Or pair that dark and moody floral print dress with a modern boot for the perfect low-key glam look for any fall occasion. Stay in for a cozy evening at home with the beautiful pillar and scented candles in warm and earthy colors, fleece blankets, velvet throw pillows, and the perfect at-home self-care from the beloved brands uh, like Elf, Kristen S., Bubble, Dossier, and Skin Proud. Whatever you're into this fall, it's now trending at Walmart. Head to the Walmart app to shop right now. And I want to be very responsible of the things I say to my sister. Because everybody know I can be real petty. P-E to the T-T-Y, honey. All right. I am ready for this petty peeves. And um, I just want to say that I have shared this before. But... Mm. um, you know, y'all know I I have respect for people and their choices. I um, recognize that everybody is not like me and I am not like everybody. And I just wish that other people would extend me that same courtesy. Mm. So I was coming back from Las Vegas. Mm -hmm. I'm sitting On my flight, I'm in my seat, I'm squared away, I'm settled, I'm ready for the plane to take off. I'm sitting in the window, the middle seat is vacant, and then this girl comes to sit in it. She is carrying an animal carrier. Oh, no. I'm immediately not good. (laughs) You're triggered, yeah. (laughs) Kia and animals don't mix. (laughs) She proceeds to sit down next to me, open the carrier, and the largest cat that I have ever seen in my life <laughs> just pops his head out of the carrier, and she's trying to, like, stuff it back in. Your boy wants out. He's like, I want, I'm out. I'm out. Why, why would you give him the opportunity? Like, you she knew what says, was going to She sees, there's a, there's a, a gentleman sitting in the aisle seat, he says, uh, I guess he's looking at her like, why the hell did you open it? Um, yeah. And she says, it's so warm. It's mm-hmm. so warm. I'm like, but this bag has holes in it. I don't, okay, whatever. Um, and she has a cup of water. She proceeds to start letting the cat drink the water. Mm. Uh, I think she could tell that I was having a panic attack. Uh, uh, she looks at me and she's like are you okay I'm like no I'm not okay at all not okay Uh, she was like are you allergic I said yes I am Mm. she was like he's hypoallergenic I say bull swanky that's not what I said (laughs) but you get the drift she was like no 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 he is I'm like you don't get to tell me what I'm allergic to, I'm telling you I'm allergic to cats. I'm saying your cat is not an exception. Your cat got and hair. I didn't anticipate to be flying with a cat I just, you know, for the next five hours. And she's hours. looking at me like, why are you tripping? I'm like, I just don't think that it is fair. I feel like give me a warning. Give me an option out. Because everybody yeah. does not, you know, have the they same comfort. And, and just, uh, you know, proclivities that you do. You are a cat person. 
I am yeah. not. Yeah. And for yeah. whatever reason, it's my business. Yeah. No, it's true. The prop. The, the issue is true. I pay for the seat. I did not pay to be uncomfortable for the next four hours. Yeah. So that's a long flight. It's a long flight. And so the the flight attendant comes and she's like, we're completely booked. We we I don't even have another seat to offer you. Um and she was like, you know, the cat is she says she keeps saying the cat, you're not allergic to the cat. The cat is hypoallergenic. As she's saying this, I'm sneezing. As she is speaking, I'm sneezing. Mm. So I'm like, mm. I hear you, but do you see that I'm actually having like a real time allergic reaction while we're having this conversation? So what are you mm. going to do about it? So we we do not reach a resolve. The lady agrees to put the cat in the bag underneath her seat. And she mm-hmm. says that she won't pick it up again. I have my mask on. I'm just trying to deal with it. Um, but throughout the flight, she keeps bending down, opening up the thing, stroking the cat. She keeps, and I mean, it's so odd. She takes her phone and she's taking pictures of the cat in the bag. <laughs> and I'm just like, is this real life? What is going on here? Am I on punked? There must be some sort of, what is happening and Maybe she just got it. What everybody keeps at like, and I what what another thing that irked me is that like the flight attendant and even some of the people, not everyone, but some of the people sitting around me, they were mm. acting like I was the one being unreasonable. Like, is it not unreasonable for this woman to have this twenty five pound cat <laughs> on the plane? How is that not? How is that reason? How am how am I the one who is exaggerating here? Well, I think I think the issue is that because as a person who doesn't mind animals, mm-hmm. I like them. I also fully understand that like people don't don't they don't you know plan to fly with with the animals, and I think the same way we used to have smoking and non smoking sections. If you have an animal, or you should you sit know, in whatever, a designated section. Then there needs to be a specific space. Period. You know, maybe designated for that, Period. so that you can consider all people who are traveling on the aircraft. Because I'm not saying uh, that you can't do what you need to do for yourself. I don't know what mm-hmm. extenuating circumstance would warrant you traveling in this manner, but I'm just saying I paid my money to have a certain experience. Yep. And that experience yeah. is compromised by something that is completely beyond my control. And I'm communicating yeah. to you that something that you're doing is making me uncomfortable, if not ill. Yeah. And you just expected me to just go with the flow. And I just don't, I mean, I just felt it was really weird and I don't want to get extra deep, but you know, similar to the experience that we had mm. uh, in Antigua, it was almost like, I wondered how much how much differently this would go if my skin color was different. You know how it would have <laughs> gone because we saw how they treated that man versus how they treated me and I didn't do nothing wrong. <laughs> I just feel like and I didn't do anything wrong either, but it was right. almost like people was just asking me to <clears throat> to to deal and it it felt very dismissive. It felt very much yeah. like, you know, how you feel does not matter. 
We do not care. There's nothing we can do about it. We're not going to try to accommodate you or make you it's comfortable. And I and I mean and to and to like shame me or make me feel like I'm the person doing too much. Yes. I feel like it's that's, just that's another layer. And it's like it felt really like, you know, of course. This black woman is in distress and nobody gives a damn. Like that's mm-hmm. that's what it that's what it felt like. Um, yeah, again, I will say it. You all will hear it every, at some point every single year. Kia got up and left at three I o'clock sure in did. the morning and drove back to Maryland because I know myself, right? And I I feel yeah. like I manage myself. And I didn't want to disturb anybody else. And I recognize that mm-hmm. you guys are my friends and you wouldn't have been disturbed. But in that moment, I was like, I'm the person you with the problem. You were never going to be comfortable. Right. I'm the person yeah. with the issue. I need to manage myself. And I knew that I would never be able to be at ease when, and I mean, I'm going to be honest, like because of allergies, allergic reactions and ways that I have engaged with animals before, uh, I do have pretty much a phobia when it comes to certain animals. And mm-hmm. it was a like my my nervous system was triggered. And so it was mm-hmm. fight or flight. So, yeah. Uh, and in this instance, I was literally captive. And I felt like for the entire flight, my shoulders was up here. I got mm. I got off the plane. I was tense. I was sweating. Mm. <laughs> I could oh. I could not I could not uninterest myself for the full and time. You in, as if you're an animal lover, you have to always you have to be cautious that there are people who are not animal lovers, and there are people who and that doesn't mean they wish harm to animals, but there are people who are not. I don't wish any animals. harm to animals. I wish I want them to be respected and safe. Mm-hmm. I want them to have what they but you're need. Just not. I just, just don't the need them in my personal in. space. Yes. Yeah. And I feel like it's okay for me to feel that way. But the man was looking at me like, "Oh, come on, it's just a rah rah rah." And I was Why don't just you like, come on and fuck off? Get like stop uh, I'm looking like, at See, me. don't do that. Don't patronize me. Don't make me to feel like I'm the person that's asking for too much because everybody else on this plane gets to be comfortable. And I'm right. the only one on here literally having not only an allergy attack, but a panic attack. And mm. you just want me to deal with it. And I look over there 20 you minutes later. You have the opportunity to prepare yourself. You could have taken some that's medication. That's what I'm saying. Or... I could have made other arrangements. Because honestly, mm-hmm. sis, you know me. Just like I got I got in my car and drove home at 3 in the morning, I would have got taken yeah. another flight. Very simply put. I know you would have. <laughs> I know you would have. I would have. Oh, there's no more seats on this flight? Oh, excuse me. I'm going to get my things getting off. and wait for the next one. But there, yep. this was the last direct flight out. It was already late. I didn't have anywhere to go. So my, I, I'm literally, my back was up against the wall. Mm-hmm. And I was just wholly uncomfortable. And so that's why I had to come home and make myself some turkey and dressing. Because <laughs> I was not good at Which all. Which sounds like the remedy for most things, like ginger ale. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So yes, that's my petty peeve. Awful. I'm sorry. It's okay. That sounds like that girl who had that pit bull on the plane and let the thing walk around. And she was vaping and doing all the things. Well, speaking of personal space, Why my Betty do whatever they want, but that's that's another episode for another day. I have a two parter. <laughs> okay. So even though I enjoyed the, I enjoyed that Lauren Hill show so much, and the Fugees performed at the end of it, but because. Oh, nice. 
Mamba was an hour and a half late, and she also performed for like two hours. Oh, was they cutting I, the lights on? Or you was tired? No. I was, my lights were on. Okay. I cut Fair. my lights on. Fair. And I was like, well, you know, I'll go listen to Ready or Not from Good the Good night, crib. I, everyone. I got yes. what I needed. It's my time. <laughs> but, yes. and I'm hungry. Yeah. But while, also while I was there, you know, it was a diverse crowd. Oh, it was, boy. it was, a di- it was Brooklyn. So you're going to get, you yeah, know, it's a lot yeah, of us. Yeah. And shout out to our good sis, uh, DJ Reborn, Damn. who opened up oh, the show, yes, okay, and put on for Brooklyn. I love um, love her. Reborn is she's Lauren Hill's DJ, mm-hmm. and so she's touring and just doing her thing and set all the proper vibes. And I I'm just it. so in awe of her, her skill and her talent. Um, but there was a there was a two ladies. Mm. To the right of myself. My God. And one of them, you know, I think she understood personal space. The space in which me and Mary stood, because we were in the standing uh, room portion at the front. It was like, you know, I'm not getting ready to like push to the front. I don't need to be a part of all of that. Like, I'm like, okay, I'm I'm enjoying it. Yes, I'm I'm enjoying it right back here. out of that front and center. So I'm not in a crowd crowd. Mm Mm-hmm. But the girl next to me, who was with the other lady, was drunk, clearly. Oh, God. Was a giant Lauren Hill fan. I know where this is going. And did not understand a lick of what personal space meant. Holy God. And even though I had plenty of space to be where I was at, she kept inching over in my direction and she's not only just over by me she's screaming at the top of her lungs she's one of those people that would have screamed on the mute challenge which the people who got so mad about the mute challenge i find to be extremely ridiculous but also she's one of those people that would have done it out of sheer just like what the fuck (laughs) um so she would scream at portions that just didn't require like, screaming and like when does a lauren hill concert ever require a woo you know what, what i'm saying and she would do it <laughs> in my ear then her and her homegirl was smoking cigarettes uh. and i'm like that i try to like take with a grain of salt because i'm like all right i get it if i light up a blend in here like whatever uh-huh. you know and people are smoking all kinds of things but it's something about a cigarette right next to you where it's like ah and then the girl is dancing. And not only is it offbeat, which don't have nothing it's to do with violent. me, what did have something to do with me was the fact that she just kept leaning like a violent. fucking heroin addict in my direction. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> and I would m- move over a little bit. And then I would find her to still be in my proximity. Girl, move. And so, but I also didn't want to be the person who's like, I'm at a concert and I'm telling the person who was clearly having the time of her fucking life. To calm down. To chill out. Yeah. I'm like, we're at a concert. This is what you come to a concert to enjoy yourself. But I would do my elbow. Real passive aggressive, and I would just be like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, away from me with this Apollo. And I kept away looking at me. Mary. Mary's like, "What's wrong?" Away. I was like, "This bitch is just like inching. I she mean, just keeps leaning into my space." Away from me with this Apollo. Away. And I didn't want to yell at her because she's she just she cl- clearly was just having the time of her life. But why can't the people who are having that time have that time? In their own bubble. Like, like have it by yourself. I don't want to have it like, with you. 
I don't want to have it with you. I came to the show, but I did not come to tango with you, bitch. No. I don't know you. I want you away from me. So that's what that's my petty peeve. Like personal space is a thing. Be conscious of so many people are not aware. They just walk around with aimless, just reckless abandon, mm -hmm. not realizing that they're walking into people or they dancing into people or they wooing into people. And I just I just wanted to I wanted to jab her in the side of her neck, but I didn't. I'm proud of you for not. I am. You. I want to acknowledge that. It, um, it it didn't make sense. Yeah, it just it was like you're you're having a blast. You're having a literal blast right now. <laughs> but like if you, you lean over you here one time, down. you gotta calm down. One more time, if you lean over here, in the words of Noah, I'm about to spawn a nuke. <laughs> like <laughs> you about to piss me. I don't off. even know what that means, but it's funny. I don't either. But when she said it, me and Tristan <laughs> fell out, and we have been using spawn a nuke. <laughs> For the past few weeks what? as it pertains to anger flaring. That's what I figure it means. Like, spawn oh, I'm about to spawn a, nuke. a nuke. Like a nuclear bomb of some sort? I, I oh. oh, that's a terrible. Because <laughs> I'm like, what does that mean? We should Google it. I don't it. know, but some kid shit. Oh, it's funny. Man. And XD is now using it. It is in his repertoire. I'm going to spawn a nuke. But yeah, this, is, spawn this a is a thing, man. And I just want people to... Be more conscious of the ways in which your actions and decisions impact the people around you. That's yeah. all we as literally a little that. more mindfulness. Huh? Cause we need a little more mindfulness. Hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of tenderness, mindfulness. Y'all are doing way too much. Way too much out here. But on that and that note, is another episode yes. of Getting Grown. Yes. On that note, we really do appreciate you all. Thank you for sitting around the kitchen table and just catching up with us. We're able to catch up on some things. We have some yeah. amazing guests coming up. We're excited. Mm. Closing out 2023. Uh, really super strong. Looking forward to all that's coming. Thank you guys so much for listening. We love you. Love you lots. Take us out, sister. All right. So, I mean, more than, ever, more than ever, I mean, more than ever because of our petty peeves, mind your motherfucking I business. mean, in your space. I mean. In your space. Like, literally mind yes. your business, yes. but be aware of how That's your all. business impacts Period. others. Period. Um, while you're doing that, you want to also make sure you're hydrating because... You know, you can't think clearly if you don't have the proper amount of hydration in your body. Dry. You can't even survive, mm -hmm. let alone think clearly mm -hmm. to mind your business. Mm -hmm. And then lastly, you know, as fall swiftly rams up inside of all of us. Jack Frost. You've got deck. to make sure. Yes. Like, you know, she just ran up and she ran up raw. Mm -hmm. You want to make sure that you are moisturizing all of the externals of your body. And why is that, sister? Because your black will crack if it's dry and on my last nerve. So do that. <laughs> do that moisturize. A tutaloo. A bye-bye. <laughs>
Emerge as you. Tremphia guselkumab is proven to significantly reduce joint pain, stiffness, and swelling in adults with active psoriatic arthritis. Some patients even reported less fatigue as assessed by survey one week prior. Results may vary. Tremphia is taken by injection six times a year after two starter doses at week zero and four. Serious allergic reactions may occur. Tremphia may increase your risk of infections and lower your ability to fight them. Before treatment, your doctor should check you for infections and tuberculosis. Tell your doctor if you have an infection or symptoms of an infection including fever, sweats, chills, muscle aches, or cough. Tell your doctor if you had a vaccine or plan to. Emerge as you. Learn more about Tremphia, including important safety information, at tremphia.com or call 1-877-578-3527. See our ad in Food & Wine magazine. For patients prescribed Tremphia, cost support may be available.